Spiritual Sisters of St. Dominic bring you Dominicast, the truth in small bites. Truth Bite 26 Feelings, emotions, and passions are a normal and vital part of our human makeup, and as such, not sins at all. Anger is often necessary to our survival, both physically and spiritually. It helps us to self defend, it protects us from caving into fear. It can also help us to defend others. It can be a virtue to be angry when someone you love has been or is being abused or when injustice is being done to any human being, for that matter, or to humanity in general. It's virtuous to be angry when the God you love and worship is being mocked or insulted or lied about. The Son of God was angry, and really showed it, when people were using the Holy Temple, God's house, as a marketplace. So there is such a thing as just or righteous anger, Christians can and sometimes should be angry. Where anger turns into sin, and it can often be a very ugly and deforming kind of sin, is where it's not controlled by our reason and becomes brutal and vicious, out to hurt for the sake of hurting or getting people back or making sure we come out on top. Without the management of our reason, human passions of all kinds become destructive They cause us to damage other people and in the process damage ourselves. And feelings of anger are no exception. Anger is sparked off by all kinds of different factors. Some of us are born with a choleric temperament, a quick temper, a short fuse that lends itself to anger. Others have that peaceful kind of temperament that takes life as it comes and is not into temper tantrums. Some of us have a lot more hard knocks to bear in life than others. Some are born into conflicted families. Some find themselves in very deprived life situations, physically, emotionally or socially. Some are angry because life for them is full of threats and fears. Yes, for many of us, anger is very close to the surface. And sometimes it seems to be our only way out of our troubles. Anger often seems quite justifiable, something most thoughtful and sensitive people would understand and excuse. However, we shouldn't spend time and effort making excuses for our anger, but turn it into something productive. Lashing out at the world because life is tough for me may let off some steam, but it won't necessarily change anything for the better. Anger needs to be channeled into positive solutions to life's problems. But in order to do this, we need to handle anger rationally. What does this mean? First of all, it means analysing and weighing up the reasons for our anger. Is it justified or is it over the top? For some people, anger is just a habit. They lose their temper when they don't get what they want, when they want it and on their own terms. This is the spoilt brat syndrome and requires some prompt and strong therapy from self and others. We should recognise the different forms of anger. 
The alternative to losing our temper is the more subtle anger, which takes the form of putting others down or going into passive aggressive mode when things aren't going our way. When we feel we're losing ground or losing face or money or power or whatever matters to us. Then there is that strange idea that when we are angry, we're in control. Whereas the case is actually just the opposite. Anger is usually a sign that we have lost control, that things are just too much for us. On the whole, anger stems from pride. You won't find humble people losing their tempers, mainly because they have things in proportion, which the angry ones of this world mostly do not. We all know the damage uncontrolled and irrational anger does. It destroys individuals, breaks up families, starts wars, leads to social crimes of all kinds. Do we have to name them? It makes people hard to get on with, hard to employ, and hard to love. It can make life frightening, or miserable, or unbearable. No one will argue that anger is not a capital sin, with tentacles everywhere. It may be where we should start if we want to clean up the world. We speak of God's anger. This is obviously just our way of speaking of God as if he had our human vulnerabilities. God can't be hurt. He can't be reduced to fear or helplessness. He can't lose it. He can't be threatened by anyone or anything. He is eternal and unchanging, so he can't be angry. But he sure can remove our angers by fixing the problems that spark them off. It's all a matter of believing he can do this and of asking him very humbly to do it. Thank you.